You're listening to Beyond Headlines on 88.7 FM, The Bay. Each week, we delve deeper into the news stories that impact you. I'm Sabina Hooper. June is Pride Month around the world. However, some people believe that we are seeing a resurgence of discrimination and just plain hate against the 2S LGBTQ community. Now, joining me is Autumn Smith, who is an activist and also co-hosts the show, Let's Be Honest, with her partner, Sarah Hiscock, right here on the Bay. Autumn, thank you so much for doing this. It's such a divisive topic, and it's also such an important topic. So thank you for doing this. Oh, hey, anytime. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to, to be speaking with you today. And just for our uh, listeners, can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do? I am a, a theater director. I am also a professor of theater. Um, I'm a radio show host. I, I, my partner and I actually have a show on Hunter's Bay called Let's Be Honest. I'm an I'm a educator. I'm an advocate. The reason I asked you that question is people often define anybody from the 2S LGBTQ community as that, as opposed to being a professor, as opposed to, be, you know, so on and so forth. I, I try not to label myself, but the more um, hate is becoming paramount in our society, the more I, I do stand by my, you know, my labels and um, I'm pretty um, out about living my life. I've mm-hmm. lived my life this way for the last, you know, 49 years. I have always known I was gay. It's not something that I learned or was groomed into. It's something that it was in me is a huge part of who I am. And um, I, I share that with the world. I've always shared that with the world. I've been unabashedly my, my gay self since I was a kid. As so, you should. Yeah. We, we all should be, um, you know, awarded the opportunity to be our full selves and to love who we love and to just be in the world safely. I, 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 I'm a huge advocate for that kind of... Um, um, life you yeah. know like we we all deserve the chance to be seen and to be safe mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no questioning that absolutely yeah. regardless of what you know what your beliefs are now yeah. how did your family and friends um treat you growing up because they're we all know not everybody affirms homosexuality so Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really that's a really good question. Actually, my family were fantastic. Uh, I think they always knew. I mean, I knew. I think from a very young age, and it was a time when, you know, it wasn't discussed readily. Like, mm-hmm. like um, our community was very much in the closet in the seventies and eighties when I was, you know, um, first discovering who I was sure. in the world. Um, and it was, it it was an incredibly scary time, you know, to come out, the AIDS crisis was happening, Mm -hmm. um, pride as, pride as an entity was just happening. It was still illegal to be gay in most parts of the world. Um, so my family were fantastic about it. Mm -hmm. Um, they, you know, they are, I'm going to bring it back to one thing and they were good Christians. And I do that very much on purpose because they did not use God as a vehicle for hate. And, um, 
Yeah, they, they, they used it for inclusion and empathy. And uh, uh, they, they always see people um, for their full selves and value full selves, even when sometimes that is difficult. So that is how I grew up. Um, and then, you know, my, my first partner, unfortunately, didn't have the benefit of that. Um, grew up in a very different kind of um, family, and it, it was extremely hard on her, and it became extremely hard on me, that insecurity and self-doubt, mm-hmm. you know, played out in a, in a, um, a domestic abuse situation towards me. Oh, no. And, and that's okay. You know, when I, I was talking about this this morning, a lot of lessons were learned. A lot of lessons were learned about um, myself and who I needed to be. And so um, I have extreme empathy uh, for her. And um, it's, it's, it was really hard. It was hard to come out. It was hard to um, be ourselves. Um, for a huge part of our lives. So um, we all find different ways to to um, deal with our insecurities, and, and that was hers at that time. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, and while we have come a long way, I've been thinking as of late that we've actually taken a step backwards when it comes to tolerance and acceptance. Um, yes. But you, you know, it's it's really based on fear. It's fear of becoming irrelevant. It's fear that um, certain people are going to be left out of conversations. So instead of sitting down and having the conversation, people are fighting against the conversation. Yeah. And um, we're giving them time. We're giving them time. And we should be giving them time in different ways, perhaps. Matt, you know, we're all made of story. It's kind of why I'm a theater artist. We're all made of story. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, hate hate just doesn't come from uh, the ether. It's it's born into us. It's a narrative that is fed to us. And it, it comes out of this need for knowables, for safety, for security. You know, it's, it's you know, I call it the cubicle syndrome. It's why people work in cubicles. They go to mm-hmm. university. They get the they get the piece of paper. They go into the cubicle. They they have their little walls, right? Yeah. Um, that's why I, I always attest to the fact that curiosity is really the truest form of intelligence because if you remain curious, or you remain open to what the world has to offer and all of its um, beauty. And it's sad mm-hmm. that people have closed off that opportunity. I think you're right. But to be fair, one thing that I'm hearing a lot of is people who may be um, opposed to gay culture or homosexuality, they feel that they're being forced to affirm something that they don't affirm. What do you say to that? Um, I mean, again, no one is forcing, but if there's, you know, we've moved so far so quickly. Mm-hmm. In our community, which is amazing, but it's also unsettling to people who are not in our community. It's also, it's an education thing and a curious thing. Like, if you go out and you learn and you talk to people as part of our community rather than shouting in their faces. Yes. Um, you are you are going to discover that we are all just human beings trying to survive the day to day. Yeah. There's a, there's a brilliant uh, TED Talk, actually. 
the daughter of uh, the Westboro Baptist Church head, Fred Phelps, his daughter. Oh, isn't he um, a charmer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was indoctrinated into his, you know, his opinions uh, and and through his religious doctrines, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she continued on and continued on. And she was at this one event and this one guy actually... They were. They just got to talking, and um, he invited her for coffee, mm-hmm. and they sat down and talked. And in the moment of just connecting, the act of simply connecting and being in space and sharing in story, she is now an advocate. Really? Yeah, it's a great TED talk. It's it's, it's really brilliant, and I. I think, you know, we we talk one person at a time and we don't judge because everyone has their own, you know, they all have, we all have our own bias. We all have our own lived experiences. We are a summation of many different things. And, you know, as much as we as a community do not want to be judged, neither does anybody else. Mm-hmm. We, we all want to be seen and validated and heard and have our experiences be valued. You know, I think a lot of people just get defensive. I do it too. I mean, I'm sitting here, something yeah. very elevated. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I just scream at the at the that the wind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it hurts, and we are we are all acting out of a place of hurt, and hurts, um, you know, turns us to the reaction of anger. Yeah. You know. And that's where we are. That's where we are. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's terrifying that people are, are not being curious about one another and that they're just reactive. They're not really thinking about um, who they're hurting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I actually had a, a friend post something he was an old theater friend of mine. He posted something on his Facebook, and I haven't talked to this guy in years. And I, I said to him, I said, you know, I can't believe you would post this knowing the amount of people in your life that this might hurt from years past. Mm-hmm. He took it down immediately. Yeah. It's that personal, it's the personal connection, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't put him down. I didn't say, you're a horrible human being. I just said, I just want you to think about this for a second. Yeah. Just have a thought, you know, and he's a great guy. A lot of the people on on the other side are good people. Yes. And, you know, it, it's just, it's about ensuring that everyone feels safe. What you were saying about uh, your your family being really Christian, many, many years ago, I was an editor for queer television. And having come from a very Christian family, my parents were like, you're doing what now? And um, (laughs) so I sat them down and I explained to them, you know, this isn't about what, you know, people believe. This is about promoting love and tolerance and peace and acceptance. And once I explained that to them, they were like, you know, carry on. Good for you. Off you go. So it works. It, it works. Work. We have changed. We have changed. We have understood humanity as we've gone through throughout the years. And it's just it's just a new way of approaching. And, you know, 
I love theology. I, I find it infinitely fascinating. I love the inclusivity mm-hmm. that, you know, is spoken in it. And, you know, the United Church, I grew up in the United Church, and maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. But, um, you know, our our ministers in this area are inclusive and affirming and really beautiful people who understand humanity and our need for answers and our need for security in the unknown. I think that's really what we need. Unfortunately, you know, it's really hard to do that when people are angry. Yeah. Because it's hard to keep people safe. And you can believe both things. You can believe in your faith and you can believe in treating people with dignity as well. I think they go hand in hand. That is what, you know, um, religion is about what good Christianity is about that's right Um, it is about you know it is about inclusivity it's about celebrating otherness it's about you know um, seeing seeing the world and all of it's awesome you know and celebrating that and empowering people to be their their unique awesome and I you know it's about not worrying about other people's story it's not Mm-hmm. about you it's about them and how they feel they want to be in this world you know no one no one should ever have the um option to diminish another person's story no no now going back to um fred phelps there yeah. it, it triggered a memory with me um after the murder of matthew shepherd Um, horrific young uh, gay man who was beaten and left tied to a fence to die for being gay. After his murder, Fred Phelps created a website that counted the number of days um, since the murder and said this is the number of days that Matthew Shepard has been in hell. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I cannot tell you the level of pain that that caused my friends. Oh, uh, yeah, for uh, 1,000%. Yeah. Right? It's, it's extremely painful that someone would hate us that, that much. Yeah. But it's the same, like, hateful vitriol is, is uh, coming out today. Like, and, yeah. I am, I am shocked that people are so hate-filled and so selfish because when it comes down to it they're not engaging the world with empathy they're it's a it's an act of selfishness and now maybe that selfishness is coming out of pain so i'm not going to judge that yeah but ultimately it is fred Phelps was an incredibly selfish man and he wasn't a god-fearing human being he was no. someone who wanted power and there is there is a difference like he was he did this to be noticed yeah and who knows why there are many speculations floating around that he himself might have been gay yeah and couldn't deal with that so um this was him fighting against who he was against the world and trying to find the knowables absolutely now that is um an extreme example but it can also um, take shape in something as simple as posting some stupid meme on social media. 
Oh, it all comes from the same place. It's just it's just the depth in which it's shared, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the the situation. But people who uh, hate on that level, I mean, have the capacity to do what those boys did to Matthew Shepard. Yeah, one hundred percent. We we all do. That's part of our human. We're you know we are we are a fight flight. Um, you know, survival of the fittest mammals, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's something there's something to this idea that you know we all have the capacity to to fight, fight, fight for our lives. Yeah, and that's that they think they're doing that right now. Yeah, um, and those boys thought they were doing that. It's disgusting um, because you know the stigma of being part of the lgbtq community was like just horrifying at that point yeah right like the 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 you know so many people i know who have come out of the closet um you know their parents have been okay with it but the the biggest thing that their parents have said to them i worry i worry about your safety yeah so if you're gay and you're you're hiding that and you have to keep hiding who you are. How does that affect your soul? How does that affect your yeah. spirit? You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it was tragic. Um, that, that event, uh, Laramie, Wyoming was yeah. uh, horrifying, but you know, the, the, the rise is happening again. It's happening it again. And, um, people are, are coming out in America with guns and, you know, people are revoking privileges in, in, in Florida, like the laws that are coming out. And it's not only against the gay community, it's against women. It's against, like, it, it is a dire need to remain relevant, you know? Yeah. From a, um, a colonial perspective. And it's hard. It is a, it's a really hard time to be missing one another and not seeing one another. Yeah. So... What does Pride Month? I mean, people seem to uh, con- connect Pride with the parades and the events and stuff like that, but it's more than that. Tell tell us what Pride means to you. Uh, pride is a protest. Pride has always been a protest. Uh, I mean, it's been kind of usurped by you know the capitalist agenda. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good point, because, actually. You know, it's 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 uh, you know one of those things that people want to get behind, and that's great, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not a performance; it is a protest. Like drag, in in most circumstances, is a protest. It is a form of rebellion to say, "I am what I am." Right. It is mm-hmm. a I I am fighting for my life to love who I love, who I was born to love. Yeah. So, you know, it started with the Stonewall riots and it went from there. Um, but it is about protests, it's about fighting for our rights, it's about, you know, it, and all these major movements. It's, it's it's like civil rights. It's like the the suffrage movement. These mm-hmm. are all huge movements about fighting just to be valued right yeah um and to to be seen and to be um okay and safe in our societies Mm -hmm. i the one thing that is most disturbing about what's happening now is that we do not feel safe anymore and you know we all deserve 
safety in our lives. Yeah. And that is what pride is. Pride is a protest for our safety, to feel like we are okay and that we can live normally, you know? Yeah. And, you know, know, the the whole drag thing is, drag has been an art form. It is a it is a form of theater. It is a form of theater that is part protest, part entertainment. Yeah. Right? Um people have been dressing up in costumes for thousands of years. Mhm. So uh, this the whole story time uh, uh protest thing that's happening yeah. is it's so ridiculous. It's fighting against nothing and um i understand i understand the fear i understand the fear but it's not okay when you start to jeopardize people's safety yeah i actually saw a a pretty funny analogy uh not too long ago about everybody loved the movie mrs doubtfire which is a guy dressed up as a woman and you're gonna have a problem with drag really so Oh, no, people love it. People love pantomimes. People love, you know, uh, I mean, Shakespeare, when Shakespeare first started out, all of the females were played by men because women were not allowed on stage. Fear that drives hate is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And what it boils down to is believe what you want to believe. Just don't hurt people. Autumn, thank you so much for doing this. Of course. And we're going to have to do this again because it, it, we're not done there. No, certainly not. <laughs>